Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, I'm Paul Hawksby and you're listening to a special podcast to mark TalkSport's first day in our brand new studios. We'll be bringing you some of the best bits from this morning's breakfast show, which featured a host of special guests, including Ali McQuist, Ian Holloway, George Groves and Ollie Murs. Good morning, five minutes after six o'clock and welcome to the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast on TalkSport. Live from our new home on the 17th floor of News UK. As the sun rises for the first time here, we'll be joined by some top name guests throughout the day. A new era gets underway for us all, and you on Talk Sport. And what better way to kick it all off than to look back in one of the most incredible European nights in football as Ollie says au revoir to Paris. And that is that. Manchester United have achieved something that seemed utterly impossible. Manchester United, ecstatic, delighted, euphoric, jubilant and victorious. You think of all the great Manchester United comebacks there have been in history and this is up there with them. Yes, Manchester United pulled off a historic comeback to reach the Champions League quarter-final last night. An injury-time penalty from England's Marcus Rashford fired Solskjaer's side into the last eight. We have a whole host of names join us this morning, including World Cup winner Lawrence Delalio, pop superstar Ollie Murs, and former world champ St. George Groves. Uh, good morning and welcome to the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast on TalkSport, live from our swanky new home with ArnoldClark.com. Ali McCoy and Dean, Dean Saunders is with us. The Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast on TalkSport. Six after six. Well, what can I say, boys? What can I say? So you were both whooping up in a five-star hotel last night and then you come into this plush office. This is special. Ali. Ed sensational that's the word that is it is nothing short of the capital S sensational the building's brilliant everything's great we're delighted hotel last night accommodation Dino 10 out of 10 we're in here first thing in the morning we know it's a big day couple of the boys have got suits on you're in in time looks as though Dave's combed his hair and we has washed his face it's a, it's a new beginning I'm not happy with the driver this morning texting me at quarter quarter to five your driver's on the way what what, what do you mean driver where's 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 Billy the cat? Oh, that's it. I, I, I was touching go when I was coming in today with my illness, but I, to be honest, thank God I feel so much better. I feel really good now. Yeah. And this makes you feel even better. Please tell me Billy the cab's not out of work. No, 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 no. I'll be speaking to Billy tomorrow. No, <laughs> you, no, no. That's poor Dino. You, you said you'd wait, just over you the said road. You'd wait till after seven before you started that. I've got, I've, I've got Ali, you wouldn't like that Don't hotel. You know, me and Billy have been around for 19 years. Don't worry I know, that. you're like glue. By the way, I feel, I feel like Frasier here looking out there. Look, all the high rises out there, honestly. 
high rises. High rises. They're not high rises. You got high rises. Tower blocks. Beautiful, isn't it? You're going to say Cardonald there, weren't you? <laughs> it's magnificent, all the building, isn't it? Isn't everybody's excited, aren't they? I mean, everybody is genuinely excited. Mind you, it took you 20 minutes to work the lift down. <laughs> it is a bit complicated down there. Oh, the lift, yeah. We, yeah. There's no way you can just shoot off. Yeah. No. You no. need a pass to get through some doors. The lift don't work properly. It's the only lift with no button on it. Have you noticed? Well, there's a wee button around the side, actually. I'm just I, delighted, you know, because I, I've, I've actually, for the first time at Toxford, I've been given my own pass. But so that, what that means is, in the old building, when I had to go to the toilet, I had to leave my yeah. shoe in the door. And me. <laughs> so my shoe would block, and I could go in, and, and you know what it's like, Groves used to move my shoe all the time. I'm not going to name the hotel, by the way, that we're staying in. Why but not? I've got to tell you, I've got to break the news to you. £5.50 for half a lager. You are winning. So you spent about 85 quid yesterday. <laughs> oh, whatever. Seriously. I, I left. I had one well, and left. Way, so you spent £2.25. Let, <laughs> me, let me scene set, gents, before we get to Cheltenham, because, you know, so that's what it's all about. But anyone who's been down to London, on the Thames, if you look at the Shard in Belfast, HMS Belfast, yeah. we're just past there, London Bridge Hospital, and we're the sort of mini Shard, the news building. But opposite, beautiful, the skyline of London, St Paul's just across there, the Globe just up here. And for, you know, Are we, we going to have to take a pay cut to pay for this building? What? To pay for all the decor and everything. I'll end up owning them money. Do you know, you've, you've had a shocking start to the show already, by the way. Well, I'm just chucking a few <laughs> grenades in. Listen, before we get any further... He's got a list of complaints already. I know he has, but look out there, and when's the dawn going to come up? When is, when's well, it going to be? Well, Barman David, or someone just, not Scott said, uh, scene set, Alan. It's pitch black out there. <laughs> I know. How many scenes set? But given half an hour... Uh, half an hour it'll be fantastic oh, won't I, it? do you think the lights are too bright Al in this room it is definite but they're going we're not used to minute. this these spotlights all well them numpties are filming what the temperature are, more importantly it's beautiful oh. yeah beautiful yeah. and dare I say it we're very close to Borough Market oh ho <laughs> <laughs> Six on the sports breakfast from the news building, and a superstar joins us. He's not on our floor just yet, but he will be. Chris Evans, of course, from Virgin. Chris, morning. Morning, Welcome. Al. How are you? I'm good. And the this yellow is peril lovely. is in the building, <laughs> this bringing is... three million listeners. Come on, this is That's lovely. what we want, isn't it? <laughs> What am I going to do with these two? Already they're saying, where's the restaurants? Where's the bars? Uh, well, I know, I've got a tour ready for you. Bermondsey Street is very hot and all that. Yeah, I've, um, I know, I've, I've been down there. Yeah, and I've been... I've, I've, I'm happy to take Ali up the Shangri-La if he wants. <laughs> Not again. Soon. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 96 is the last thing, Chris. Well, <laughs> yeah, have you recovered yet? Just a bit. Chris, we do, I, that jacket I, I have to warn you, we do have a tight arse in the building. <laughs> Dino I, haven't, I haven't seen one so far, to be honest. <laughs> Dino texted me last night, 5.50 for a half a lager in the hotel across yeah. the not happy. Okay. That's eleven pound a pint now. You said you got a bottle of wine for that in Wales. <laughs> Do they serve quarters? <laughs> Maybe we'll have a quarter. Two, well, now, now the toll's free over the seven bridge. Surely I mean that was four quid, wasn't it? All you only the, need another one pound. Uh, hey, all 50. the property's gone up in the area. Has it really? Round by the Celtic Manor since the bridge has been uh four bed now for eighty seven yeah. grand. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can get a mansion for about seventy five grand now. So Chris, you didn't know the Manchester United score. No, I tried to get it on the laptop last night, but it wasn't working. And I just fell asleep because we get up at silly o'clock. Yeah. But exciting times. Unbelievable, mate. Yeah, Who do you support, Chris? I support Liverpool. Big game coming up. Yeah, I know, I know. What I know. do you think? I do, well, I'm more bothered about the Premier League, to be honest, than the Champions League. What do you think? Do you think they're wobbling? Yeah, we wobbled. <laughs> we definitely wobbled. I think we need another striker today. Well, I, I think they'll I be I think we need right. Gareth Bale tomorrow, actually. 
Can you have a word? I think anybody take Gareth Bale, wouldn't they? He's yeah. getting slaughtered. Yeah. Oh, that Coggins. Is, am I getting into a proper football conversation on yeah. TalkSport? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What time oh, yeah. is it? I'm only 12 minutes. <laughs> Although <laughs> Ali's, Ali's going to give us a song there. Ollie's coming in, Ollie Morris, and Ali's going to sing with him. When did this come Ali from? and Ollie, that can be confusing. When did this come yeah. from? I can't believe you're wearing full Scotland kit out for the first day. That's amazing. You look great. Is, it, is that your original kit? I just reached into the wardrobe, out it came. Yeah. Uh, it's the, a good the, job the, this isn't being filmed. The, oh, it is. There is no planning. There is no planning. What do you think? the lights Chris in the I, studio I don't think they're bright enough yeah <laughs> shows every markup, Al doesn't it on your face it's like coldest I don't think they all last no yeah. call, no, no, call no. it a hunch I don't no, see no, them no. as soon as they stop filming pff, they're off is they're it off. a dimmer switch must be a dimmer switch. No, we went somewhere. There's a brighter switch. There's no dimmer switch. So Chris, I'm, I've been I've been listening to this, the the music, loving it. Yeah. Honestly, no, no. What about I'm, the chat? Just I've been what about the chat? Well, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm in the car. Anybody can press the buttons. <laughs> well, we're on the same time, aren't we? That's the problem. But when I'm on my way home, I'm on Virgin. It's more of a problem for me than you, Al, with your three million, <laughs> bringing three million <laughs> listeners to the top of the news tower. Come on, come on. Come on, give us a give us a clue. <laughs> I come in M4. You driving? But, yeah, just not driving, yeah. By the oh. way, M25, M26 closed. Big news. Huge news for your listeners. Oh, really? There. Massive. Yeah, M26 closed. Some lorry issue. What time do you get picked up then? Oh. I get picked up and drive. Do you? Yeah, I'll pick, I, I can pick. What time do you leave the house? Where'd you park? I leave the house. It depends. I leave the house about half four. Park. Where, you no. There's three parking spaces around the corner. Oh, no with, one told me that. No, within five miles. And if you don't get one of the three, uh, then you're, that's it. You're done. Oh, really? I, I, uh, you have to congestion. sell your car. Well, apart from the congestion charge and this oh, 20 mile hour speed limit. What is it with the budget? Did I, they not tell I, you about I, this? I love driving through London. <laughs> apart from the speeding and you can't park anywhere and this traffic know, jams everywhere. Know, I don't go. remember you as your half pint glass, well, your pint glass half full as opposed to. No, I'm all right. I'm just like. Oh, that was corky. Mind you, Dino, I'd be, we better not take them out your way, half pint. How much is that? What? Last time we Windsor? went out over your way. Whoa, no, it actually gets cheaper the further you go away from. Yeah, it's not about guys. It's not about money. What's the matter? I think you'll find it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find it is by the way. Different class by the way. Brand new by the way. Alec could be paddling in Loch Lomond if it was there for the money. Five fifty for a half pint. Fuck away. Alec, you with me on that? Aren't you? Oh, hundred percent. When's the disgrace? Right now, guys, if I guys. paid that, if I paid that, they wouldn't allow me All back right. in through Carlisle. Here's they, what here's what's going to happen tomorrow, right? I go to Costco on the way in, right? I pick a, a couple of slabs of lager. Like 90p a can. You're, no. Have them on me. I'm loving this. Is that no. right? I'm loving no, you're this. whistling our chin. No, you're <laughs> Have you got a Costco card? Uh, no, but I know a friend who's got a Costco card. <laughs> Claim the VAT back. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, you know, after football, you know, often footballers think about being an agent or going for their coaching badge. Did you go for accountancy? What happened? <laughs> no, no, just not on footballers' wages really? anymore. You have to watch the pennies, don't you, Al? No. You do? No, you don't. No. We're only here for a visit. Hey, Just get on with it. Imagine buying a round for us four, round there. Oh, four, do you know? 45, you, 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 45 I, quid. I thought you were joking, but <laughs> you, you're you not about it too you much. You can't get joy from I'm only out. joking. You've got to focus within, mate. I know. You've got everything... Are you on the yoga and everything, Chris? Of course, can't you tell? Okay. still on the field and looking to take a full advantage. Oh, what a drive from Delalio! That is incredible! A sensational individual score from Lawrence Delalio. One number eight was still most certainly on it. 
Well, Lauren Schumann in some beautiful studios around the world in your time, but this takes a wee bit of beating. Well, gentlemen, good morning. <coughs> Brazil Towers. Beautiful, <laughs> isn't it? It is absolutely amazing. What a buzz around the place as I well. Oh, everyone's out. They're uh, all suited and booted. Uh, well, listen, before we get any further, did that commentator just say, what a great score? <laughs> did I hear that correctly? Yeah? Listen, I didn't score many hours, you know, not like you two. Okay, so I'll take it whenever it comes. Uh, but no, what an amazing view, Al. So, but I thought we were, you know, so where, where's uh, where's Canary Wharf from here? To the right, hanger right. Yeah, hanger right. Down there, uh, two Peronis in the boat. Close your eyes, and you're there. Okay. I've timed it. It's brilliant. It's absolutely oh. brilliant. Do we pick up the tracker on the way out? It's, it's, it's magic. I mean, it's magical. The views across there. I call it. I called it the Wi-Fi. I called it the Wi-Fi tour. Seemingly, it's a walkie-talkie tour. Yes, yes the Wi-Fi. Uh, I'm just a more than trying to keep. Well, you're new down here, Alex. So, you know. But listen, it is special, and uh, as you said, there's a huge excitement around the building, and it's it's going to be a you know a brilliant new era for Talk yes. Sport Radio. So I've been down in Spain for a few days. So uh, what's happening on the old rugger? Um, well. England lost, Al, as you know. Mm. Um, what are we? We're coming up to uh, to, to round uh, four. Um, we need Scotland. We need Scotland to do us a favour. If you're what? in, what? Well, yes. Of course, they've got to beat Wales. Um, oh, sorry. Wa- thought... Wales go up to Murrayfield, and and you know I feel for the Scots because they, they had no uh, no Finn Russell uh, a couple of weeks ago, and and they're due a big performance. I can feel one coming, Al. So I can uh, honestly yeah. go. Uh, the boys. <clears throat> think I've gone mad I, I think yeah. we have the potential to, we always got one big performance mm. during the Six Nations I think we can Actually, beat Wales. Wales we've got one or two injuries yeah. as you know Wales, but could you, I know, I know. Yeah, but I'm thinking you know they've got they've got Wales at home or they've got England at Twickenham are they going to produce that sort of performance at Twickenham no possibly Probably not but no. unlikely so this could be the one I was going to ask you what I was coming down last mm. night and I was on my iPad I'm look oh you what, found it yes yeah. I did thankfully <laughs> what's going on Is, are they merging Scarlet's and Ospreys. Yeah, yeah, do you know what? I mean, Welsh rugby is obviously on a bit of a high at the moment. They're beating England. They're, they're unbeaten in the Six Nations. They've got an opportunity to win the Grand Slam. And now, wham, bam, they announced that two of the, t- the professional sides are merging. Scarlet's and Ospreys, uh, which puts everyone... What's your thinking behind it, though? Well, I think there's they've got some financial issues in, right. in rugby in Wales. Um, you've obviously got Cardiff. You've got, uh, you know, the Scarlet's. Um, Ospreys, the Dragons, and and they're just trying to consolidate. But what a time to announce that! You know, just when everything's just on the on a huge high, the players are suddenly going. Well, what does that mean for me? The fans are, yeah. are all up in. I mean, it just doesn't really seem like it's very sensible. So of the timing. The releasing of that information. A mistake, or has, is there something behind it? I mean, the timing, you'd have to say, certainly looks really, oh, no, really oh, poor. Oh, no, no, it's not a mistake. I mean, there's definitely been talk about whether you know whether it's going to go ahead or not. Uh, who knows? But, uh, you know, yourself, I mean, can you imagine, oh. you know, taking two clubs from, from the same, you know, from the same area and putting yeah. them both together? I mean, and especially as most of the Welsh team are from the Scarlets at the moment and the captain's from the Ospreys, so it just doesn't make sense no. at all. And a man who was met being Annabelle's last night with Tom Jones, Jennifer <laughs> and a few of other of these chums uh, was a very happy man, Ollie Murs. A morning, Ollie. <laughs> Just as well you didn't go out last night, eh? <laughs> oh. Yes, I was nearly out last that night. That was you on Twitter, wasn't in. it? That was you on Twitter last night. That was me. Yeah, I was, I was gone, absolutely gone. And the Di Maria just came up on the screen. I thought, you know what? Have some of that, mate. He was, he was exceptional over at Old Trafford two weeks ago. So I just thought, see yeah. his face at the end. Oh, it was unbelievable. On it's face. the best. Honestly, it's unbelievable. You need to tell me. You need to tell me right now. Did you think you had a chance? 
No, I'll be honest with you. I, I listen. You always believe. You always think as a football. That's why I stayed in last night. Yeah. There's always that. There's always that feeling. You just never know in football. That's what's so great about the sport, and that's why we all love talking about it. So we love being in it. You know. Yeah, but today. you just said no. You didn't. No, no, no. But no, but I'm. You're being, a non-believer. I, no, no, no. But what, no, but what I genuinely. No, I'll be honest with you. I nearly went. Like I said earlier, I, I nearly went over to Paris to watch it. I just thought I just don't think we've we've got the squad to do it. The, the young lads proved me wrong, and and I have to put, hold my hands up. We were unbelievable last night. Genuinely, it could have yeah, it could have gone the other way. Listen, we rode our luck. We yeah. rode our luck. That's what yeah. it's all about in football. But I mean, you know, people will sit here and, and talk about VAR and say if this and that. But hey, listen, another English team's in Europe. Another English team's got through. I'm just absolutely buzzing. And that's what Ollie's been like since he's come in. It's been it's been unbelievable. God, honestly, I'm can't all, believe. All Ollie's today. Yeah, it? we love it. it. Honestly, the guys the guys been unbelievable. You know, I, I, I thought when, it, I first, when I first got him, I thought I'm so happy it's Ollie going to Solskjaer because I love him. You know, and there was always that sort of doubt. You're not too sure if his managerial experience, whether we were going to, what was going to happen. But I tell you what, the guy's unbelievable. So you're not going with a theory from Dino that they might have offered it to somebody else? Oh, no way, Dino. That's no No, chance. I'm just saying, sometimes these, these, no, they'd have to... Of course. They're going to have to break the promise, aren't they? If they've promised the job to somebody else... I'll tell you now. They're going to have to... Yeah. Turn round. Well, there'll it. be riots. Honestly, there'll be. Um, it'll be it, I was at Old Trafford two weeks ago, and um, the atmosphere there. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't experienced that in year. Well, in two or three years, really. It was unbelievable. Did I you? Mean, did you go to the Chelsea game? That was yeah, incredible. I was at Stanford Bridge, the, the Bridge the to see that one. Was unbelievable. The away. Well, the away support United's always been yeah. unbelievable. I mean, if you ever get, a, I've, I've been in there lucky a couple of times, and it's been. It's just the best feeling. So I was at Crystal Palace as well. But you know, it's that feel good factor. Even even you know. Everyone's. I mean, they were talking about last night. I mean, I, you know, I can't remember the last time I felt like this was probably when we won the Europa League. But no, listen, that was probably the last time. So you'd be talking about two years ago. We'd have felt that. You know, I mean, we we would. It was great to be in, in that position last night and just feeling, yeah, we're back. You know, what, what was mean? your lowest point this season? You felt as a Man United fan. I think it was when we was when we got beaten by Spurs at Old Trafford, and I was just like, wow, we got absolutely. Well, we've outclassed <laughs> and I'm just thinking what is going on and I remember Mourinho came come down to the fans and to be fair we've always supported all our, our managers to be fair and the, and, the, and the boys you know gave him the love that you know and gave the you know, we, we're behind you but that was probably the lowest point for me and then it just got worse but the dark cloud's gone now Ollie's mm. come in and Shasty. I mean like I like say last night was honestly honest unbelievable unbelievable scenes you know I you know any football fan you can't not watch that and think you know, fair play to us. Do you know what I don't brilliant. understand? What I can't understand, really, if you if you look at what Sir Alec was fighting to do, to give them back their wonderful, wonderful times, Busby Babes and all of that, he's made up for all of that, to catch Liverpool, you would have thought they would have carried on the way Liverpool did. You know, that continuous bit of Sir Alec Ferguson. When he went to David Moyes and then David Moyes got rid of Mike Phelan and all that, I felt that was a mistake back then. Do you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it's, they've been acting like everybody else with Van Hal and then, and then they get... Mourinho, a little bit of a selfish manager, if you don't mind me saying, he, he is very selfish yeah. about winning right now. Whereas now they have to go back to how Sir Alec built it in the first place, and surely it's got to be one of his disciples, and that's got to be Ollie, isn't it? Yeah. The Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast on Talk Sport. Enjoy the ride. The breakfast show that's got the lot. He's not happy till you're happy. Alan Brazil Talk Sport.
11 minutes to 9 o'clock this morning we have Welsh football legend Dean Saunders alongside us but as we found out in recent weeks it's not just finding the back of the net that Dino specialises in Dean is officially TalkSport's agony uncle so it's time for the next instalment of Dear Dino and Ollie Mars has even recorded your <laughs> intro just for you I can't wait for you later, Ali. I need to just hey, tell I, you, that's, <laughs> far, that's far too good for what's coming up next. Ali, I'm going to say that's a hit. That I've made it. Ollie Mers is singing a song about me. I've made uh, it. I know. Uh, Dino uh, wowed us last night with his advice on marriage. Give it a year and the true character will come out. Give it a year. You can't dive in after six months. Why don't you just find another woman that you really don't like? Give her your house keys. <laughs> and your car and just get it over with because that's what's going to happen shocking shocking <laughs> you know what I mean? that was a joke uh, no 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 no. That, that, that's recorded now let's hear how he gets on today our first letter to dear Dino <laughs> dear Dino I've been grafting for years to work my way up into management and have finally landed myself the dream job and it's in a brand new state of the art office the settings are fantastic but my colleagues are a tough bunch no one's even invited me out for a drink and it's been weeks and Dean I love going for a drink I think I'm coming across as a bit of a taskmaster, but I'm just trying to make my mark. I want to impress people. So what's the best way to make my staff like me? Tom in Dulwich. Tom in Dulwich? <laughs> I'm sure I recognise that I, I, I voice. Find it, I think you'll actually find it with well, Dulwich. Say, <laughs> what I will say is... <laughs> Hang on, don't make a joke of that. He's obviously Sorry, stressed. He's obviously in trouble. Oh, He's don't, stressed. You start, don't you start with that. So... Don't make fun of him, for Apologies. a start. Apologies. I, Tom, I can understand what you mean by the reaction of Ali McCoy straight away now. He's taking it as a joke. I understand your stress. I can feel your pain. And there's only one way to do it. You have to work hard. People notice if you work hard. Think of the player of the year, every club. It's always the hardest working player. It's the same in the building. If you're lazy, which I've got a feeling you are, Tom... <laughs> If you're lazy, people notice even more. And they don't forgive you for your mistakes. If you work hard, people notice and they forgive you for all the things you can't do. Hard workers always rise to the top. The lazy people fall by the wayside. Tom, get a grip. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. So we've heard all of Ali's editions. It's time now for live studio showdown. Performing one of Ollie Moore's own singles, he is the man who has the potential to be a bigger Scottish star than the Bay City Rollers. Here is Ali with Dear Darling. <laughs> when did I come in? Now, three, four. Dear, Dear darling. darling, please excuse my writing. Can't stop my hands. I can't stop my hands from shaking. Cause I'm cold and alone tonight. <laughs> I miss you. Oh, thank you. And nothing. <laughs> and no one understands what we went through. It's not too bad, you know. I like this It version. was short, it was sweet. We tried. And we tried. But if my. But, but if, if my, my words break through the wall and meet you at your door. All I can say is, girl, I mean them all. Here comes the chorus, Ali. Let's go. You ready? Right. Dear, Dear darling, <laughs> please excuse my writing. I like this. Can yes, stop my see. hands from shaking. <laughs> Cause I'm cold and alone tonight. That's you know, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ollie, I'll give it a go, mate. That was <laughs> Actually, all right. Uh, hey, you've I'll, been I'll give it a go, mate. Oh. I'll give it a go. I, you've I, been I, I mean, you, no, clearly, I you clearly don't know the song very well. No, no, tell me. <laughs> George, uh, you, you haven't got one of my albums. Do you know something? I have. I've got, uh, I'll tell you right now, I've got, um, just bear with me. I've got the one you know I know released in 2018. I've got Never Been Better released in 2014. And in case you're you didn't reading know, that other piece of paper. Of course, Sam, they can see it on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> George, you, oh. you like your music. Who's your, who's your type of music? Well, just listening to that now, I think I'm waiting for the album release and I'm yeah. beginning to close. <laughs> I like that he dropped, the, he dropped the glasses at the end like it was a mic drop. You don't don't give me any ideas, please. <laughs> By the way, I have to say, yours wasn't a bit too clever when you were on Spandau Bali. I know, I know, I know. But, um, have we got but, that? But no, Peaky no, Blinders? No, I'm, I'm guessing we've not got that. <laughs> no, we haven't got that. Oh, what about you Peaky Blinders? You oh, no, 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 no. George, uh, back to boxing. Back yes. to boxing. <laughs> exactly. Let's get what back ab- to boxing. What about the heavyweight d- division then? What's going to happen here Fury signing this new deal yeah well it's, it's fascinating so um, tiny bit concerning like all the big heavyweights now are sort of with not so much rival promoters because promoters work together they're with rival TV companies which mm. really poses a big problem so um, we, we all wanted to see the Fury uh, Wilder rematch it doesn't look like that's going to happen Um Fury, I'm sure, just wants to be busy. He had such a long layoff um, out of the ring. He's come back. Um, did he surprise you against Wilder? How well he done? He did. He did. I, I thought Wilder would 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 stop him. You know, I thought the fights that Fury had in the, in the build up to that fight they were way below 
that sort of level of opposition. They didn't look too clever, and they dropped loads of weight before the fight, which obviously it's good for the, for you know fair play to him for doing that. But it's tough, you know, as an athlete to lose that much no. and come back in. No, is that fight? What's the big fight you'd like to see? I'd like to see Fury, Fury Joshua in the heavyweight division. Um, I think that uh, that's a real pick and fight. I think Joshua is the hardest punching heavyweight on the planet. I think when he hits people, he just the fight just automatically becomes in his favour. It sounds stupid, you know, how do you go into a fight and not get hit? But Fury is the sort of fellow who will frustrate you and be able to uh, stick to a game plan mm. and frustrate uh, Joshua. And it'll be a real fascinating fight. And how's, how's it going to pan out? Because Joshua... Himself, if he gets caught, he shows vulnerability. He, you know, he's been put down before in the past. He's been buzzed before. Um, it, that would be a fantastic fight, uh, a real interesting build-up, yeah. which obviously sells the fight as why, well. Why can't we see that? I don't understand. That's the, I think, I, that's worries me. I, as a boxing fan myself, I think it's going to be. It's almost like Manny Pacquiao Mayweather. It's. I, I think Fury wants the fights to happen. Yeah. But I mean, the Wilder um, Joshua fight. I mean, God. I mean, well, you just want to see I it. I think as as, as fight fans, um, we also like to moan. Do you know what I mean? It's an opinion sport. <laughs> we just want to moan. So like, I went in the World Boxing Super Series and uh, the cruiserweights. They stuck every world champion in there. Yeah. Every, all the top fighters in there. In the space of twelve months, we knew Usyk was the best fighter at the cruiserweight division. He got no one else to fight. He's had to yeah. move up the heavyweight. So if we stick all the best heavyweights in, they all start fighting each other. Yeah, we're going to run out of opposition. So <laughs> that, that's why they like to string it yeah. out a bit. You know, they you know fight by fight. These these guys only fight once, twice a year top. So uh, Joshua will definitely yeah. happen. I mean, the thing is, when. there's obviously a lot. I mean, I get there's a lot behind the scenes. You know what I mean? They have to fight the mandatories and all that sort of stuff. So I get it. it's a lot more of a process to it. But I think as fight fans, we're just a bit oh. impatient because it's just that we know the fights are going to be amazing. Uh, I'm inv I'm inv heavily involved in boxing and I get confused with you know who's what world champion and all of a yeah. sudden there's a brand new world title yeah. and this that and it's crazy so, some of the major governing bodies have two world champions at the same weight and it it's very confusing for you know for, for fight fans to follow but also just um gives fighters opportunities to get a leg up here and there and mm. um that's what makes a super fight can't believe it all his agents just signed up McCoyst <laughs> up to be fair I wasn't difficult to deal with and I must say you better like you know what are. my mate Bradley Walsh got, had, a, had a big album and there's another someone tremendous wee Bradley's album exactly Bradley done one and there's another someone else is doing one this year that I, that I, I think Chris Kamara's doing one I think is he was it? saying he's oh, doing one you go. Commodores Chris Kamara Commodores I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Chris, I'll, I'll be this. What's it called? Unbelievable. Well, I'm going to start with you. What, are they, come on, look at his face. He's obviously the latest. He's always the one below the belt. What do you mean, we Bradley? He's not that small. I think his album's magic. And I'm no, no, it's, no, it's a swinging stuff. It's not me, this is a special podcast marking the first day at our brand new studios. Up next is an exclusive interview with England manager Gareth Southgate on Drive Time with Adrian Durham and Darren Goff. This is the moment. Dar against David Espino! Yeah! England have won a shootout! Gareth Southgate, still just with his waistcoat, has come out and he's now conducting the England fans. And power into the net by Dele Alli! England are on their way to 
a place in the World Cup semi-final. That is that. The dream, I'm afraid, is over. England are out of the World Cup in extra time in the semi-finals. There's no shame in this. There's absolutely no shame. You come back to England with your heads held high. Hit him by Ben Chilwell. Oh, it's found a way through. It is in. England score. They lead by two goals to one to get revenge for the loose Nicky. <laughs> it still makes us laugh, Gareth. <laughs> that song, a load of 30, 40, 50 something, mostly blokes singing that you still turn them on. How do you feel about that? Well, singing Atomic Kitten. That's, <laughs> a, that's the biggest shock, wasn't it? But no, it was an incredible experience for us. And um, uh, what's beautiful is that people come up to you even today, coming into the office and outside, and they, they're saying thank you for last summer. And. Um, you know, for all of the players and all of the staff that were involved, to have been able to have that impact was very special. So, um, and, and what pleased me more was that post summer in the autumn, I think we improved. And uh, you know, we—that's the challenge in any sport. You've got to move forward and uh, and keep improving. I've played professional sport for many years and played for my country many times. But as a supporter, being there when that free kick went in. I just couldn't believe the sights around me. We got Alan Shearer, England legend. We got Gary Lineker, an England legend, who were jumping up around. It was just like watching your favourite sport ever, and you just won the lottery. You were there watching that free kick go in. The delight. I mean, when you watch it back, you must feel as a fan when you watch it back. I know you're the manager, but you must feel as a fan when you watch it back and be immensely proud of that that performance that day. Yeah, when we watch that one back, you're thinking about what might have been and what we should have done differently, you know? So there's a balance for it. But when I look back at the tournament as a whole, you know, there were some reviews at the end of last year and um, it was the first time really I'd sat down and looked through things in, in, in a sort of reminiscent way rather than looking at them in a coaching way. And that was the first time also that things really started to sink in on the impact it had had on people back home because of course we missed it all so we missed all the beer throwing and we missed all the the celebrations but um, and of course the, the country enjoys coming together for things so for football to be that catalyst was brilliant there was some bad behaviour from fans wasn't there in, in Spain uh, ahead of our 3-2 win there mm-hmm. and I think you've, you're, you've got a big social conscience you, you were talking about Brexit and, and what that meant I mean you, you do voice your opinions on these things so that fan behaviour I mean it's been going on for years it just seems to have crept back in a little bit are you a little bit fearful of that? well we've got um this summer we're in Portugal you know it's a place where a lot of young fans will want to go um it's going to be hot there will be a lot of beer um i was just talking to someone who who was a dad outside who said his son's going and he's he's just said to him listen you're representing the country as much as the team are and make sure you you keep a grip of yourself and you know we don't want people going and and letting us down um the, the, we don't want to associate with that um there's thousands of fans who go and are absolute credit and are brilliant you know when we see them and they give us that support it's a huge lift for the team uh, but when it steps over the mark, it, it's embarrassing for us, and actually it becomes a distraction for the team. I'm conscious there's a, a squad name, uh, a squad being named very soon, so I don't really want to put you on the spot about certain individuals. I do want to talk to you about the Declan Rice situation because a lot he's chosen England, which is is obviously great for us from an England point of view. But a lot of people have been saying the rules need to change because he'd already represented Ireland. Where do you stand on that? Well, I, I think. There's a good debate to be had about the, what what are the rules. Um, I think we ask 
players to make big decisions very young in their life. I mean, Declan is still 19 years old. Kids play for one or two different countries at 15, 16. Um, they, they then become attached with the country. So some players we we have lost at a young age. Some players have, have come over to us. Michael Keane came over to us at a young age from Ireland. So it, it is fluid within youth football. Declan is the same age as those kids, but of course he's played first team football. Um, but I think it's you're asking him to make really big decisions. That's why I backed away from his decision. He, he knew what we thought of him as a player. Um, but it was important he had the space to make that decision and um, while the rules are as they are I think that is going to happen because families are moving countries the world is a lot more fluid in terms of uh, eligibility so the only guide we can take at the moment is to is to go by the rules and they are as they are The Super Bowl then, what did you learn? So a lot of different things really I mean we went as part of a coaching group and um, interaction with some American coaches, general managers. So a lot of coaching discussions around some of the big issues they're facing. I mean, there's a lot of concern about mental health issues within sports and coaching at the moment. So it was interesting to get the American view of that. Um, data, everyone's looking at data. How do you use it in sport? In, in football, we're all scratching our heads. We get everything measured, but actually what's relevant? Because you look at last night, the team with less possession, less shots, no corners wins the game. So everybody's throwing data at us as if um, it's the answer to everything, but it, I'm not certain it is. Um, so lots of those sort of coaching challenges. Um, and then, um, you know, last year we, we focused a lot, obviously, on our set plays and uh, those American sports do a lot of work on set play routines because the game stops so much so just interesting to see how they work as coaching teams as well. I want to go back to what you said about um, mental health there because I've just been reading an incredibly deep and detailed piece from the former England under 21 striker Marvin Sordell who's had problems um, with mental health. It's an incredible piece. I think it's only just come out so I can recommend taking a look at it from you know an active footballer still playing in, at Burton and it, it could, it's something that concerns me about well all walks of life not just football but in your position as uh, as England manager is it something that you're you're aware of can you watch out for any problems or any growing problems players might have because there's a lot that certainly at England level as well players have to deal with yeah I think look I think it, all sportsmen but as you say all people in any walks of life I don't think we are fully aware of how many people suffer how many people um, lack, you know, there's a full range of issues from just lacking in confidence to feeling insecurities to you know far more you know even more serious um, areas of concern. And as men, we're often afraid to speak up about those things and, and be open. And you know, some players have done that, and huge credit to them because I think that has allowed other people to go and seek help. Um, so you know, coaching now, we've got to make sure we provide that um, support. Um, from a health perspective and also you know to help performance because we want the team to go out and be as fearless as possible and and to risk and and take chances and um um, so as a coach you've got to make sure the environment is one where people feel comfortable enough to take those risks Are there support uh, systems in place is there a network there within football and clubs and at st george's park as well i think things are improving you know i think clubs are more aware of it i think we can get better um certainly 15 20 years ago you know i i've in the past I've apologised to Stan Collymore because I didn't understand what Stan was going through when he was playing at Aston Villa and um, it was only as I got older and had a, a better understanding of um, of those issues that I, I really understood how I could approach people to help them so 
Um, the, definitely that landscape is changing, but it's one that we've still got to keep working at. I totally agree on that. I think it is going down that route now is where we understand it a lot better. In the past, you just thought, what, what's, what's up with this kid? Mm. I mean, he doesn't communicate, he doesn't see him on an evening, but now we all kind of understand it better and it's got to help everyone in the long run. Definitely. Yeah. And I think sport highlights it because they have to perform you know, in such an intense environment all the time. They're often away. I mean, in cricket, mm. you're away for, for weeks and months and that's that must be an even more challenging environment to be in. So, And I think it will be the same for, for coaches and managers as well. And as a young manager, which you are, first went at Middlesbrough, wasn't it? As a really mm. young manager, just coming out of playing. But you must now be seeing a change where a lot of clubs are taking that risk now and going for younger managers. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm young in terms of number of matches because I had a five-year period where I knew I had to go away and learn and improve and, and get better at, at what I didn't know when I took the job at Middlesbrough. But I, I don't think it's about young or old. You know, I think um, th- there are lots of experienced managers who have, are really forward-thinking about things and Roy, what he's done at Crystal Palace, I look at and, and he's, he's given the club a structure that's really stabilised them and put, put young players in as he did with England. Um, so... I don't think we should just dismiss experience, but I'm also conscious if we do well with England, with an English coaching staff, then hopefully that opens up opportunities for other young English coaches, not just here, but abroad, because I know there are lads that work, um, who aren't big names, that work abroad, and there's more opportunity for those boys if England teams are doing well and if England coaches are doing well. From an England senior men's manager's point of view, what would it mean if the women did win the World Cup this summer in France? A lot more pressure next summer. <laughs> Which is good. Oh, yeah. would. No, exactly. You know, you, we want success, and the more success we have at St George's Park, you know, everybody's there. All the coaches are there. The, you know, there is that. There's the support, but there's that bit of competition. When when the under twenties won a couple of years ago, all of a sudden the under nineteens were going into the tournament thinking, "There's a you know, we've we've got to at least reach a semi final here, otherwise we're under pressure." And you want that expectation. We can't hide from that. People will say, "Oh." this pressure now because people expect more but we've got to live with that if we want to be a top nation then we've got to live with that expectation that was a special TalkSport podcast featuring some of the best bits from today's inaugural broadcast from our brand new studios and don't forget the latest Clips of the Week podcast will be out on Friday evening Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 